Well, welcome all you that are looking for some insight into Psalm 23. What you will learn is that my friend and I have been looking at Psalms for quite a while, but we're glad that you stumbled upon this one as we look at uh, perhaps the, the most well-known Psalm, Psalm of them all, Psalm 23. We are so glad that you carved some time out to uh, ponder Psalm 23 with us, and I'm here with my good friend. Hey, David Mullins. This is Kurt Austin, my good friend right over there. David Mullins, as there Kurt has already mentioned. But nevertheless, here we are, and we are going to <clears throat> tackle the most beloved psalm in the Psalter, I believe. So before we dive into the into the passage i did had a question for you because we we kind of mentioned this last week do you think this is the most beloved because it's uh so familiar because it's used so much like in funerals and during hard times or because it's really probably one of the most relatable psalms in in all of the 150 psalm package that was was put together by the marketing department sent out yeah, I would I would say so. I would say that's about right. You didn't answer the question. It was an either or, and you just said yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I did. Well, that's helpful. Uh, yeah, I th- I thought it might be. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's go. <laughs> no wonder we don't have anybody listening to this thing. You're not giving answers. We want answers. <clears throat> oh yeah. I think it's I think it's similar to uh, I think. It, it's kind of an easy go to, like First uh, Corinthians thirteen, the love that it is used so often for weddings. Right, it's about right. love, and so we've heard it a million times, but we don't necessarily have the the uh, a, a true understanding of the depth of the words that are written there. It, it's become just almost it's just the way we do it, and in fact, I have a hard time reading it now. Um, in an NLT because I'm so used to reading in the oh. ASV where I was in high school and college, and that was my go-to version, the translation that I use. And so even now, it's it's when I try to repeat it back, it's like, well, they've changed the words a little bit. Didn't change the meaning, just changed some of the words. So, yes, all right, translated a bit differently, a little bit. So yeah. And- and I think the New Living Translation and LT does a really good job of capturing uh, what, what I've what I've been told the Hebrew is. Uh, okay. You know, be, because if you were to quote this using your old AV translation, <laughs> what what would that first line be? The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. So the Lord is your shepherd that you don't want. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what it literally says? No. The Lord is the my Lord shepherd, is... comma, I shall not want. But still. Uh, it, it's it's but similar still. to this. I have all, I the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. 
Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. That's yeah, verses it, one through four. Yes, yes. And I, I think we assume that we, we know, uh, you know, I picked on the first verse because for some folks, uh, it is a little confusing. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Uh, what, what in the world does that mean? And the NLT really spells it out. I have all that I need. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's one thing to say the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. It's it feels different to say I have all that I need. In our vocabulary, in, in our, the way we talk, it does make a lot more sense. I have yeah, everything. I, I, mean, I don't. I mean, as you, as you browse Amazon, uh, repeat this, you know, <laughs> as you're walking through the, the aisles of Best Buy, you know, repeat this. Or Target. Yeah. Or Target. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I shall not want that. I shall not want this. Oh, wait, yeah. I have all that I need. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, I did, I kind of made a commitment this last a couple of weeks. It's like, I'm not ordering anything. I'm, I have, I have enough Ooh, books nice. to read. I don't need to order yeah. any more books. I have yeah. enough, uh, you know, and so I really, it was, it was, it, it was not for this reason necessarily, but it was, you know, you do have to have that statement eventually is like, what more do I need? Right. Right. Yeah. And, and in this context, then the psalmist uh, then kind of outlines what a sheep would need, right? I mean, if, if you are a sheep following the shepherd, you have the green meadows, you have mm -hmm. peaceful streams, um, you know, you have strength, you have guidance. Um, right. I don't know very many sheep that have honored, that, that their names are honored, but uh, well, wait, maybe. Wait, huh? Who's on, whose name's being honored here? What's, what's that verse three oh, say? Oh, that's yeah, right. Bringing, bringing honor to, to God's name. He yeah, guides and, and I think that's bringing honor to his name. Yeah, it, and I think this is an important distinction because it's like he guides me along, along right past, not for my honor, hmm. not for my glory, not for my purposes, but for his. Because originally Israel was chosen to be almost like a, a billboard for what life with God was to look like. Mm -hmm. So that when other nations are serving all their gods, they would look over and say, man, look at those Israelites. They, they have all that they need, that, that their strength is being renewed, they're resting, they're peaceful. And it was really for his name's sake, not for you know the people of Israel. And same for us. I mean, we, we have that task now uh, to be a signpost for what it mean, what it looks like to to have life with God. And and I think sometimes this is missed as as you mentioned earlier as we, you know, 
do this in the funerals and all of these other places, we right. we kind of miss uh, the depth. I think of this of this psalm. Yeah. I think we, you know, typically for the funerals, we jump right to verse four, right? Even mm, though I walk yeah. through the darkest valley, I mean, here I am. I'm, you know, it's we've lost a loved one. It's it's incredibly difficult, um, but because this shepherd is with me, I'm not going to be afraid. He's going to be close beside me. But, but this, this dark valley is, it's, you have everything you need. Yes, there are valleys, but that everything you need kind of leads you. It, it, it's a reminder, even when you're in those dark places that, that he's taken care of you all along. Right. Um, yeah. I really, uh, I, I, uh, the the end part of verse four the, four, the third section of verse four, your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Um, I'd forgotten about this. Uh, I mean, I, I hadn't, and maybe it's, no, it's always, it's always been that way, the rod and staff. Uh, but the rod being the, being the stick part and the staff being the, the, the crook part, the hook part, right? And the, the, the rod uh, is the thing that you ward off the enemies. You ward off the the lions and the tigers and the bears. The oh my! The crook part is help is isn't designed to kind of take a hold of the sheep and kind of guide them. You know, and I you protect and comfort. You draw me close. You keep away the predators. You draw close. You draw me close within you. And I I, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's a two purpose. Um, well, what what could could it be three purposes? Yeah, Dave, you make it as many purposes as you want. You say uh, the purposes well because sometimes when i when i think about rod i think of discipline mm, yeah and, and and usually it has a negative connotation but really when we discipline our children i mean good parents some of that discipline is to protect them ultimately you know they run out in the yard in the in the road they mm-hmm. don't look either way there's cars coming you discipline for that but that is a protection and so uh i you know, you're right on track, but I kind of wonder if that rod serves a couple of purposes to you know, ward off all of the uh, potential uh, trouble, but also to help us not put ourselves in those troubling places, perhaps. You know, and, and to, just to kind of uh, put a different, I mean, because my initial image as a rod, right, uh, sp- spare the rod, spoil the child, we have this image of, <laughs> of, whip, of whipping, Right. Yeah. But you could also you can also use that simply as a, a guide. Right. You right. Can, yeah. you, can, you can. It doesn't have to be something that's being used to beat or to bring correction in that way. But as almost like a guidepost, uh, you know, here you've got kind of a. Uh, I mean, all you have to do is just like when you're directing, if you go to the 4-H fair and you watch pigs showing at the 4-H fair, people have a. Uh, they use a cane. Uh, typically, they use a uh, bamboo cane. It's it's a crooked cane and it's real thin. Okay. And the kids, as they're doing it, all they're doing is just touching the side of the pig. 
Mm. Right? They're not they're not whacking the pig. They're not you know they're well, just they're just touching. This. No, they don't. They, I mean, not well, like the pig's gotten whacked earlier. That's why the pig knows. <laughs> That's a, yeah, no, they're just able. They're just able to tap them. Right? They're just able to tap. Yeah. It's just a reminder. And I think you know if you think about that with kids, children, all they sometimes all they need is just the reminder. Right. Uh, they yeah. they don't they don't need anything forceful. They just need to re- be able to say, oh wait, no, we go here. Nope, wait, we do this. Um, so anyway, yeah. yeah, but that's kids. I might need a whack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't verses, know. Verses five and six, the last two of the, of the passage, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor be, honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. Take that. (laughs) In your face. In your face, enemies. This goes back, this goes back though to what you were talking about as far as that honor in the name of God. This is this is this is what he's doing as he's showing everyone. Uh, by serving him, there is a blessing that is poured out for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and, and and there are a lot of ways that you could view this feast, you know, victory feast, you know, other types of feasts. But, you know, in the end, it really doesn't matter. It's a feast. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that God has prepared it for you. Uh, yeah, prepared and, for and, me. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the, you know, he, he guides you in right paths for his name's sake, but the, but the feast is prepared for you. And that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty incredible statement actually. And that's this next image, you honor me by anointing my head with oil. I mean, this is a, you know, a reference. I I can just remember this happening a couple of places in the old Testament where you see this happening with the anointing of a new King the announcement of a king that, that this is, I mean, it's a, it's a, a big deal, you know, to yeah. be, to have that anointing, um, where it's, it's, it's a, it's a mark of honor by a host. Um, but it's also a mark of, uh, a higher purpose by a prophet or, or by God. You know, I, I, I wonder if, if you look at kind of the, f- no pun intended, the flow here, uh, you have, you prepare a feast for me. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. If you bring those two things together, it, it sounds like a, uh, uh, an event, mm, an very event much. for actual, the anointing. So, uh, you know, if you're going to anoint a King, you just, you know, usually you wouldn't just anoint them unless it was, which has happened in the old Testament. It was kind of, it, it's secretive. Uh, you you would invite everyone. You invite everyone, and well, and what's going to happen with the enemies? King Charles, right, is going to yeah. is going to be proclaimed the king. He is the king, but he's going to be proclaimed the king. I doubt. You think they're going to have a feast? Uh, they're definitely going to have at least one, at least one yep. good feast. Um, yep. And I doubt they're going to pour oil on his head. But there's going to be this proclamation, right? right? And it's a it's a means of proclamation. Um, and uh, and then this uh, verse, my my cup overflows with blessings. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is which kind of fits into that uh, feast theme, right? Right. I mean, if you if you have a a cup that just is never empty, in fact, it's not half empty, half full. It's absolutely overflowing. Yeah. You know, I while you were arguing over whether the cup was half empty or half full, I drank it. <laughs> With a straw. It's all gone. Yeah, it's all gone. And then so surely sorry. your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me, will pursue me. Now, see, this is an NLT difference. See, I, I, I was hoping you'd go there because oh, well, what, yeah. what's the yeah. AS, what's the ASV? Uh, or I guess AV. It, isn't it? Is it follow me? Yeah, it's follow me. Yeah, it's follow me. Uh, But pursue is actually more accurate. And think about the difference that it makes. Yes. Yes. And it's God is going and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. God is going to hunt you down with his goodness and unfailing love. Hunt you down. And I will rest in the house. Is it rest in the house of the Lord forever? Or live in, I'm just thinking the ASB, but the, yeah, the, that pursuit, live. that pursuit, yeah. there's a real famous, a uh, real popular song right now, right? The relentless love of God. Oh yeah. Kick, kick down every door and light up yeah. every, every shadow and climb every mountain. And this, yeah. this fits into that, that this is not simply a shepherd who leads, but actually someone who will chase. And it goes back to the passage of Jesus, right? When one sheep is lost. Yeah. He goes looking. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's not a, uh, I, I did it once. I can't do this anymore. It's all the days of your life. Yeah. 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 And, and along with, with some of those other things you mentioned, there's the, I think it's a poem called the hound of heaven. Uh, hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever read it. Just the title kind of lets you know what it's about. I I've heard it read, but uh, it's it's kind of old school. So you're talking about you know the reckless love of God. Well, the Hound of Heaven's the old school version of that, which is really right in line with this you know goodness and unfailing love pursuing us. Didn't they make a you know, cartoon based on that? Uh, All dogs go to heaven. I mean, isn't that based on uh, I, the I think Hound that's a little, of Heaven? Yeah, I think that's a little different. <laughs> But, but I, you know, this, this is good news because even, even when we get off track, even when we get distracted, uh, even when we end up going our own pathway, God doesn't just throw up his hands and say, well, you messed it up, Yep. you know, and and it isn't one of those, well, you come halfway and I'll come halfway and we'll (laughs) meet in the middle. No, you know, God, God goes all the way, hundred percent, all the days of your life. And, and, and live in the and, house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Yeah. So so what's the destination here? It's a rhetorical question, right? No, no. Destination is God. 
is, is, is God himself. Uh, <coughs> you know, and that, that was the psalmist's destination. I mean, he would, and, and the best way, the best way to work, I think, Psalm 23 out in your life is knowing that God pursues you and you're pursuing God. Uh, I, I mean, that, that is the best that, you know, be, because for one thing, God will always pursue you. So the question is, what will you pursue? Uh, will you pursue him and make him your, your ultimate destination? Or are you going to allow the, the world to entice you with all these other things that, that, that call us, uh, to pursue them instead? So that's, that's an interesting, um, and that kind of leads me to an interesting thought that I haven't had while I've been reading this this week. Um, what is my role? This is very much a God God acting on my behalf in in each of these. There's there's protection, there's guidance, yeah. there's comfort, there's all of that. Um, and what is what is my response? What is my responsibility? I think it's verse one. Look at verse one. The The rest of the psalm explains why verse one is the case. Okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Well, why do you say that? Well, he lets me rest in green meadows. He renews my strength. You know, even when I walk through the darkest valley, valleys, I won't be afraid because, you know, you're close beside me. Your rod and staff protect me. So, so really, verse one and verse six I think kind of go together. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. My goal, my destination is to live in the house of the Lord, to, to be with him in him forever. At least that's, that, that's my I, take. See, I like it because, <clears throat> and I agree. It's, it's the grace of God. It's the free gift, the grace of God. And we so often we have everything we need and we so often pretend like we don't. Yes. We we yeah. God gives us everything and we reject it for for something yeah. something else. Um yeah. anything else. Any other shiny object we yeah. love to go chase after. It, I I think I've mentioned this on uh, one of these psalms before, but Rich Mullins has a song and, and the line and I always think of this line is I'd rather fight you for something I don't really want than take what you to t then to take what you give that I need. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh man, you know, we get so confused and we end up going after all these other things. And really in the end, we, we don't really want those things. We want him. Yeah. But yet here he is willing to give it to us for free. But yet we, 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 re, you know, we <clears throat> resist that. It's, it's crazy. You and I have laughed over the years about a skit with Bob Newhart as a, as a therapist and on it, yeah. it's from SN, SNL, isn't it? You know, I don't know. It might be it where might he's, be. he's got just three, he's just got two simple words that are going to help fix everything, you know, and somebody yep. wants to write it down. It's like, you don't have to write it down. You can, if you want, but you know, yeah. and it's just stop it, stop it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and the, it's exactly the same thing here is it's yeah. stop, stop that pursuit, stop that that desire of looking other places. God offers peace and comfort and protection and green meadows and peaceful streams. I mean, who didn't want that? Rest, strength. Yes. Mm -hmm. The whole, 
the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that is, but it's the whole the enchilada. Ooh, hey, that sounds good. I'm kind of hungry. So, so this has been a, this is a beautiful Psalm. It is a beautiful, I think that's the thing. I don't think it's just used, overused or used. I think it's, it is in fact a fantastically beautiful Psalm that yeah. tells us about our relationship with God, what it can be, what it should be. Um, if we just I, follow. And did you know, here's a little trivia. Do you know the Psalmist actually wrote this down on the back of an envelope? It's the craziest thing. At I at IHOP. He he no, he was on a train. He was on a train and he wrote it down on the back of an envelope and stuck it in his hat. Oh wait, I think I'm confusing. That was something I think, there. I think that was Einstein. I think that was Lincoln, perhaps. Was Gettysburg. it Lincoln? I think okay. with Gettysburg. But anyway, nevertheless, this is much better. This is much better. Yeah, it is. It is much better. So we we have then, uh, for, for those of you who are not uh, familiar with this, you've just stumbled onto this. Number one, we're, we're sorry that you don't have any oh, more to do with your, your life. But number two, uh, we started with Psalm 69. We just kind of just jumped into this yeah. and um, have been doing this. We're up to, we've, we've gone the, the full circle and we're around to Psalm 23. Next week, we'll do Psalm 24. The goal is to read the same Psalm every day for a week and then come together and talk about it. What stood out? What resonated with our heart? How did those, how did those words on the, those pages uh, help form who we are? Not just in form, not just, you know, we, we didn't talk about sheep today. We didn't talk about how green the grass is and why chlorophyll matters. We didn't, uh, we, we are talking about how this forms us. And so if you want to be a part of that conversation, we would love for you to continue to follow, to follow that. I mean, at ponderingpassages.com where we have the, the videos and podcasts and we have some blogs there. Uh, anything that you might want to be a part of there, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and uh, be a part of that conversation. So that's the goal of what this is all about. If you want to share it with your friends, we would love for you to do that. But in the meantime, we'll just come back in about a week and we'll do some, we'll, we'll talk about Psalm 24. We'll ponder Psalm 24. Have you looked ahead? Uh, what Psalm 24? Is it any good? It's great. Okay, good. Shoo! I'm so glad. Um, so join us then. We'll talk about it, and we'll see you back then next week. Hey, I found out that I'm really quick at math. So ask me anything. Any, give me any problem. Um, let's see. One plus one. Well, two. Give me something hard. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Really, I, 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 I found a new way to do math. And the square root of seventy-five. Four. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm just fast. <laughs> I didn't say I was good. But, but that was pretty fast, wasn't it? <laughs>